The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. Whatever! Son of a uh, we have had some technical problems. WDZRDB Worldwide. Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. We've got a great show tonight. We've got Dalen Spratt from the Ghost Brothers. Can we come up? later on in the show gotta check it out he is he is such a great person to talk to he's one of my favorite people i've talked to over the past three years we've been doing this show i mean he's really a great guy you've got to check it out but before we do that we're gonna play well it is october and um i think we're gonna kick it off with a really cool tune really cool track from john five which before we do that, remember, check us out on Facebook. Go check us out. Go check us out on um, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Anchor FM, and Spotify.
I found it at last. Marla's sacred cauldron. This is the legendary artifact that has been whispered about in hushed tones for hundreds of years. And now it's mine! All mine! <laughs> <laughs> Who dares defile the sanctity of my castle walls? Step away from the cauldron, you impertinent, muddy metal maltworm. Never! I've spent half my lifetime trying to discover your age-old secret of stirring the cauldron! Oh, for Merlin's sake, that's no deep, dark secret. Just tune into the Para-X Radio Network Thursday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern for more cauldron stirring than you can shake a wand at. Oh. Well, uh, in that case, I, I guess I don't need to take up any more of your time, so I, I guess I'll be going. Not just yet. We've got a little unfinished business to take care of. That's Stirring the Cauldron with Marla Brooks every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on the Para-X Radio Network. Okay, and now back to business. Hello, this is Christopher St. Booth, and you're listening to The Dead Zone. All right, Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. Zone. What day That's is it? Right. It's, it's Sunday the what? Um, the I can't. Yeah, there you go, 13. Ah. Right. I've got Dustin Coffee with me here hey. tonight in the studio. That's right. Uh, Michelle is out of town, as is uh, Scott Blake. But on the phone, we have Dalen Spratt. That's right. Man. The, the head man, the dude. The the Ghost Brothers leader, team leader, yeah, man. The man, the man, the myth, the legend. The man, the myth, right. the legend. Absolutely. Hey, it's time to pop the trunk on this interview. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So how's it going, brother? Man, everything's going great, man. I don't think I could ask for too much better stuff right this moment, man. They're riding off the high of the season. And, uh, last week's live special, man. Doing real good right now. That's, hey, that's you guys are killing it. That man. is you guys awesome. Are hot. Absolutely, yeah. Man, I mean, man, I appreciate that, man. We're gonna keep it up. Oh, for sure. And yeah, we've we've uh, seen you guys at a couple conventions, but you know, we we can't ever come over and say hi because you guys have a line all the time. Man, I tell you, that's a blessing, man. It always like it never ceases to amaze me when people come up and line up to see us and just to talk to us, man. Because you know, like I said a couple years ago, we were sitting at the house on the couch like everybody else watching these TV shows. Right. And the fact that people actually even care enough to want to come talk to us, take a picture, get an autograph, and man, it's it's definitely, definitely like heartwarming, man. It's dope. Guys, yeah, cool. you guys. When was it? That was uh, March fourth, right? The uh, first season. Uh, yeah, no, no. Uh, the first season of uh of, of the original Ghost Brothers. Yes. Yeah, that was probably like man, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, and it aired. I think it did air back in March of two thousand. Mar- March, March, two thousand sixteen. I think it was. Yeah. Six, six, look at you. So, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, you're so busy, you can't keep up. I get it. Yeah, it's just a blessing <laughs> to be 2019 and still kicking, man, with a whole new series. Man. That is awesome. That is really cool, yeah. man. That is very yeah. cool. And, and you, Ghost Brothers Haunted House guests, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Haunted yes, House guests, man. We were actually, uh, it's funny. So I think probably about a year and a half ago, two years ago, we were at me, Marcus, and we were at Scarefest yep. in Kentucky. Yep. And um, we were sitting on top of the roof of the parking deck just talking, man. You know, our show, the regular Ghost Brothers, was 
on hiatus and we were just trying to figure out what was next. And we just had this really cool idea about how to have it. And we came up with the whole idea literally sitting on that roof. And uh, yeah, ended up talking to Travel Channel about it and they loved it. So That's really cool. So like our baby. Yeah, this is our baby. We love it. That's that's, that, that is really cool. I mean, um, so uh, I, I'd kind of like to hear more about that. So you guys talk to your producers that in turn talk to uh, the Travel Channel, Discovery Network, etc. Um, and you basically, basically you, pitched, you pitched your show and they picked it up. Yeah, so we even talked to the producers. So we actually, we didn't have any producers or anything at the moment. We just had the relationships with everyone from Discovery Channel yeah. to the original uh, Ghost Brothers. And like I said, it was a time where uh, I think Discovery was trying to buy Travel Channel. So everybody, everything was just in hiatus. Yeah. I think no, none of the shows really knew what they were going to do before everybody kind of went to Travel Channel. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was... It was yeah. yeah. It was it was the like the uh, Exodus from uh, Discovery Network. Yeah, exactly from different. Uh, from from uh, yeah from Destination. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we were yeah we were able to pitch directly to the network. We, you know, we had the people that we had been working with at and you know at Destination America, and they just so happened to be moved to Travel Channel. Right. And yeah, they, wow. yeah. So it, it was all just God and faith. Like it's a line the way things happen, man. So it, we yeah. ask for a better situation. That's yeah. amazing. That Good. I'm great. happy for you guys. That's awesome. And the, the show's getting great responses. Oh, you yeah. guys have a huge high rating right now. It's it's killer. I, I love it. I'm digging it. It's, a, it's awesome. That's solid. That's solid. Thank you. Thank you. For sure. So uh, you got you mentioned uh, you picked, you uh, come up with the idea at Scarefest a few a couple years ago. Um, I know I saw you at Scarefest this year. Um, how was it? How did how did things go for you guys while you were there? Man, Scarefest is like a second home. Man. <laughs> if, we, if we ever don't get invited back to Scarefest, man, I feel like we would riot just because. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. It's one of the first conventions that ever took a chance on us and invited us out early. So it's like, yeah, everyone at Scarefest is just like super dope people. And, you know, it's genuinely like a second home for us. That's very That's cool. That's too cool, man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so where are uh, uh, Juan and Marcus? They're off. Uh, what are they doing? So, Juan and Marcus are actually traveling at the moment. I know. It's just, so, I hate to you know put his business out there, but <laughs> lucky Juan, yeah. he actually went over to Europe and went to the uh, Chicago Bears football game. Oh, so wow. yeah, yeah. You know, every year the NFL, the NFL does an international game over to yeah. Yeah, Juwan went over there because he's from Chicago and he wanted to see the Bears play in Europe. So he went there. And uh, Marcus is actually on tour cutting hair, man. I think with Nas and someone else. So really? he's traveling the world. Yeah. Very so cool. Me sitting here. I'm the only one just sitting here stateside, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of that, now, um, you not not only um, do you have the show, and, and, and I want to ask you one more thing here, too, before I say this. Um, were you guys actually a team before you got contacted or however it, you know, however it came about? Were you guys actually a, a team before you were picked up by the network, by uh, Destination America? Man, and that's what's funny, man. We've just always been friends. So right. like people ask, like, were you a paranormal team? Not really. We were just homeboys that kicked it all the time. Like, we were just right. best friends, literally. Yeah, right. literally 
fuck to try it. Like we didn't see any black people doing it on TV, and I just asked them why did they think that was, and yeah. would they be interested in just trying it? All right. And we literally just tried it a couple times. Nothing crazy. Nothing that anyone at home couldn't do themselves. Right. And we videotaped it, and literally that was it. We just put it on YouTube, just you know, for friends to see it, and just you know, hey, we tried it, and literally like four years later, it blew up. Uh, the, yeah, Destination yeah. America saw us and was just like, hey, we see that you guys have tried ghost hunting before. Would you be interested in doing it on television? That's and awesome. He was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? All right. Yeah, I mean, I'm driving Uber right now. That's too funny. <clears throat> Driving Uber. No, that's killer. So, uh, obviously, since then, you guys have amassed uh, a good amount of investigations under your belt. Do you have yeah, a yeah. Do you have a, a favorite investigation you'd like to share or experience or whatnot? Yeah, I, mean, I think what's cool about us is, like I said, we never profess to be like these expert paranormal investigators. There are none. We, there are no experts. Yeah, <laughs> no. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. We've just been left with the opportunity to do this in front of the world. Yeah. So, like, even in the first season, of, in the second season of Ghost Brothers, like, we was running out of places. Like, we was like, that was the real deal. Like, we didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. like, we came to the network. We wanted them to know, like, look, we're not about faking anything we're not about like Absolutely. just trying to do things for ratings none of that like we're the same guys that right. were sitting at home a few months ago wondering if this stuff is really real yeah so like if you go if you're going to follow us with cameras we're going to give y'all the real deal <laughs> yeah. so it's, just, it's just dope that we've been able to grow on television with people so like you the world has seen our maturation through this whole experience with right. to answer your question probably the allen house the Allen one. That was it. Yeah, okay. in yeah. Monticello, Arkansas. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm actually, from. I'm from Arkansas. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Oh, we from Arkansas. I thought you were about to say you were from Monticello, man. It's funny because I tell people that story. They always ask me, you know, where, what's your best favorite location of investigating? And I'm like, man, it's always Monticello, Arkansas. Like the town welcomed us yep. in. They actually have the youngest mayor yep. in the country. Yep. The coolest dude ever. And it's funny. I was actually out with some people. I had just met them. We was at a, like at a bar or something talking. And they found out they didn't watch the show, but they found out what I did. And I was said they asked the same question. And I was like, Yeah, man, I was in Monticello, Arkansas, the dopest place ever. I met this young mayor, man, he's the coolest. This guy stopped me and said, Wait a minute, let me stop you there. <laughs> that mayor got indicted for stealing money. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Arkansas, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not from yeah, I'm not from Monticello. I'm actually from Pine Bluff. I'm from Pine Bluff. I'm a little little further down. I know it I know I know exactly what that is. A lot of my friends went to um Arkansas Pine Bluff. There you go. That's so, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah man. Yeah, man. That's cool. So you guys you guys are uh, based out of Atlanta. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm assuming I'm assuming the Falcons are your team. No, nope. no, I'm originally from I'm originally from Dallas, Texas, man. Oh, Cowboys, man. yeah, Cowboys, right. man. You know, wow. we, we started off great. It's a little rocky right now, but don't worry, we gonna bounce back. Hey, man, I, I gotta, I hate to break it to you, brother, but I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. Uh oh. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I needed us, man. It's okay. Yeah. No, it's cool. I I was just curious because you're talking about um um Marcus being over in. Uh, 
over to see the the Bears play, so I, I had to I had to find out who your team was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's funny. So Juwan is from Chicago. Or Juwan, I'm Bears sorry. Fan. And and Marcus is from Atlanta, but he grew up there. He originally was born in Texas, so he's a huge Dallas fan. Like I, right on. Dallas fans and a, and a Bears fan. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you think about the Saints? That's my boys. Man, hey, listen, I actually, <laughs> I actually went down to the game, the Dallas and Saints game. Uh-huh. We go in New Orleans. I was able to go. I, I was, I just went to tailgate, and I made the mistake of wearing a Cowboys jersey oh, boy. in New Orleans. <laughs> I tell you, man, I got harassed so much, like so much. But it turned around. This one gentleman who was harassing me the most. Yeah. from New Orleans ended yeah. up giving me three free tickets to the game. There you go. And I went to the game. Yeah. I yeah, man. Saying, even though y'all are weird, man, y'all got some hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> That's too good. Awesome. All right, let's let's uh, let's turn it around here for a moment. Let's. Uh, I want to go back. I I I read your bio pretty much, and I want to ask you about. I want to I want to ask you about uh, your experience at your grandma's house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I was I'm in Dallas right now, uh-huh. and uh, I was, more, my mom's a school teacher and a pastor. So I was literally when I'm in town, I like to drive her to work in the morning. So I was driving her to work literally at like six thirty this morning, and we were just talking about that story. Okay. And I was asking, I was like, "Man, mama, do you remember that?" Yeah. She was like, "Yes, I do," and I don't know why you're. That's what got you started, right? I mean, more or less. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the first thing that just happened to me that I was never really sure about, and that's always stuck in the back of my mind, man. I just never really knew. So as I became an adult, I started to, you know, think about that. But I was so young; I was like seven, so I, you know, at twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven years old. Thinking back, I'm like, dang, like. Did that really happen the way that I remembered it happening? Did I really see that? Like, was I asleep? When, like, you know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. didn't. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Those questions is what, you know, drew me to doing this. Now, did that did that that only happen the one time, or did it happen on multiple multiple occasions? Nah, man, a lot of crazy stuff happened in my grandma's house in West Texas, man. That was just one story. I remember uh, a second time. Mm-hmm. I was probably maybe a little bit older. I was probably about 10. Uh, same situation. I was down at my grandma's house visiting for the summer. Like, all the kids would come down there and visit. Right. From all town. And uh, I remember one night, the adults, we were all, like, everything's flat. Like, you know, like, now houses are big. This is like trailers are out there. So, like, you can literally go on your your patio of your trailer and look across, and you can see the whole town. Like, everything's right. flat. Right. Yeah. And uh, the, the adults were telling the kids there's this old, rundown black church. They used to have a black side of town and a white side of town. It was a black church. They had a new church and an old church. The mm-hmm. old church was dilapidated, old, ran down. No yeah. one goes in there anymore. None right. of that. Right. So they were telling us this story. They were just like, yeah, there was this man back in the day who killed his entire family. Oh, man. Some kind of way. Right. Some kind of way, you know, he didn't go to jail, but he would walk to this church every night to ask for forgiveness for killing his family. Okay. He did it every day up until the day that he died. This is a story that the adults are telling like six kids. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. So we're like, what? Are you serious? That's crazy. Adults, uh. So somebody was just like, why don't we go down there and walk to the church and just see, right? right. You know, if we can catch this ghost walking to and from the church. That'd be so awesome. 10-year-old kids, we decide to go 
we're walking the first time. I think like a black cat ran across the field in front of us. You know, <laughs> we were being superstitious. Yeah. We thought, oh no, so we ran back to the house. And then we was like, no, we got to go again. So we decided to walk back, and I think something else happened. Something else superstitious happened. Yeah. We ran back to the house. <laughs> and the third, yeah, for the third time, we make it all the way to the church. Mind you, it's around midnight. Yeah. Our, uh, the, the adults are like on the porch, you know, but they can see us. They can, yeah, they're watching. watching. Yeah, you're right, not, right, yeah, right. you're not going anywhere without them. Yeah, no one. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. so we're walking, we get to the church, and we get there, and I will never forget, man, my back was to the church. And a couple of my friends were in front of me. So they're looking at the church, and my back is to the church, looking at them. And we're just talking, like, ah, man, it's crazy. Ain't no ghost out here. And I'll never forget, like, all the streets are like gravel. My friend picked up a little rock. I mean, like a rock that would be in your shoe. Yeah. Like, nothing big. He picked it up, and I just remember him throwing it over my shoulder and hitting the door of the church. (laughs) These two big wooden doors huge wooden doors of the church yeah and i just remember looking at him and when i tell you i will never forget the face that he made it was a pure horror (laughs) and i just remember slowly turning around Mm -hmm. and when i tell y'all these two doors of the church began to slowly open and if somebody was pulling them open but you know like if somebody's pulling two or two doors open, like at some point you would see the person. Yeah, you, you would think, yeah. Standing there. Yeah. Nobody was there. And these doors literally slowly open in unison together as if somebody was in the middle pulling them open. When I tell you we hightailed it back <laughs> I guess, yeah. Either that or he's got a great, he's got a, he had a great arm and should have been uh, in baseball. Whatever, yeah. He should have played baseball with that, man. But yeah. Whoever was in that church or whatever was in that church was pissed that we threw that rock. And like, <laughs> wow. yeah, 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 man. All of that stuff happened literally like in a two-block radius, like the funeral home where I touched the body, this church where the door opened up. That whole little city is like a hot spot. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's too cool. I have to go check it out sometime. Uh, yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, yeah. Texas, man. McCamey, Texas. McCamey, Texas. All right. Very cool. For sure. Yeah, so with um, with everything you've got going on with Ghost, Ghost Brothers and your networks and all that good stuff, that's not it. That's not all that you are. You have a lot of other <laughs> no. stuff going on. Yeah. You're a very yeah. busy man. I'm, I'm impressed you even had the time to take to sit down and do this interview with us actually because uh oh, you tell us a little bit about uh lauren spratt and uh, some of the other things you've got going on yeah yeah so the red spratt man it's actually a company that one and i started about 10 years ago man so when i was in college I, uh when me and one both went to Parkland university in atlanta georgia and i was a business major and uh i got my mba also from clark atlanta in marketing well, cool. I was studying, yeah, when I was in graduate school, I studied abroad overseas in China. So I was in, Damn. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I studied, I studied international business and international marketing uh, in Beijing, China, and Capital Normal University. But while I was there, I kept going to this place called the Silk Market. And uh, all it is, think of like a 10 story swap meet. Yeah. Like a hood swap meet. Where yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everything, yeah. Everything, like everything. But at the top floor of the swap meet was this factory, and they would make tailored suits. You could literally go in there, pick your fabric, then take your measurements, and literally you can come back that evening and be a tailored suit to your body. That's awesome. And I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. 
and I just got cool with the people that ran the shop. So I would go every single day, and like they became like my friends. And then when I came back to the United States, me and Jawan just started making suits for ourselves because I had friends in China that made suits. <laughs> and, then, and then people just like start complimenting us on it. So we was like, man, like we graduated from college, we needed some money. We was like, maybe we should start a business making suits for people. And that's what we did. And literally, here we are 10 years later, and we've had clothes, you know, at the NAACP Awards. Our, we have artists won Best Dress at the Grammys. We've done wow. every TV show in Atlanta, movies, like weddings. Like, our clothes are everywhere. So it's super, super dope. That's amazing, that's dude. Killer. That is. That's amazing. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Exactly. I want a suit. I want one. Yeah, I need a suit. Man. Yeah, you're going to have a hard time fitting me, though. <laughs> we got you. We got you. We I have to pay extra for mine. <laughs> Every man deserves to be tailored, man. We got you for sure. <laughs> that's, that's, awesome. that's really cool, man. I mean, yeah. I had no idea. I, I didn't I didn't know that we were, like I say, we, we were looking up your bio and everything, and it's like uh, co-founder and owner of Lorraine Spratt. It's like, really? I really had yeah. no I had no idea. Well, you know, yeah, Lee, we're not actually up, up on the uh, fashion uh, well, yeah, right. that's true. So, <laughs> I, I, I understand, man. We, uh, yeah, man, you know, ghost hunting, man. People think just because you're on television or you have a TV show, you're doing it. And they automatically assume you make a lot of money. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? They're like, yeah, but yeah. Oh, it ain't nothing. It ain't like that, bro. Like, right? Yeah, no. we we do. Yeah, we know. We know a few people. I mean, I I don't yeah. know if I don't know if you remember. I think it was three years ago. We were at Scarefest with with uh, the people that that uh, we and I, uh, Michelle and I, do um, merchandising for the Ames team, the, you know, the Mountain Monsters. And I think yeah. you guys, you guys were like maybe a couple of tables down from us. There was the yeah. the, the the Wraith Chasers were in front of us, and we had um, Chris Booth. Oh yeah, to the to the left, Chris and Rachel, and you guys were yeah a couple of tables down, and and I never got to talk to you because every time I got to leave the booth, you guys were gone. Yeah, yeah, they kept. It's funny because when we go to these conventions, it it, it never do we complain about it because it's super dope. But like uh, people at conventions, they always pull us aside to do other things. Oh yeah. So I remember like like one convention, uh, one of the employees were getting ready to propose to his girlfriend. Okay. So we, uh, yeah, so we we put together this fake ghost for the seminar, and <laughs> she was the only person that showed up. <laughs> like, <laughs> for her. That's so cool. He was like, "Hey, why am I the only person here?" And he was like, "No, we just gonna treat it like this." You know what I mean? And we set it whole up for her fiance to you know propose to her. So we get called to do like all these little things. So we keep getting pulled away from our booth with like yeah. we just want to be able to interact with everybody, man. So yeah. it's just super cool. Very That's cool. awesome. Very cool. Well, we know how that works, man. It. <clears throat> It's a, it's kind of a, a crazy weekend when you do a convention. You don't know if you're coming oh, or going, cool. and by the time you figure it out, the weekend's over. Right, and so, I and I didn't get to talk to you at uh, Mid South. I think my, my wife did, Michelle, the one that talked to you about okay, about yeah. coming on here. Yeah, I never got to talk to you. Um, how'd you how'd you feel about Mid South? Man, all the conventions. Man, I think I've only been to maybe one convention that was just like, okay. Nothing is going on. Literally, me looking at me. And that's like early on. Yep. That was early on. It was like the first convention I'd ever done, man. But Mid South was super dope too, man. Like, oh, that's cool. Everybody that brings us out and invites us out, man, they're like family. Like I've never had a bad experience. That's so, awesome. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the paranormal community is all about unity and working together, and uh, 
We we all tolerate each other just very well. Not tolerate. I guess I ain't the right word. We all get along really well. <laughs> no, I don't know. There, there's right. yeah. Uh, you know, because it's uh, I, I tell people all the time because you know they ask how do you get involved or how do you become a paranormal investigator and stuff. I'm like, it's not really something you become. It's you know you just go out and do it. You know, it's exactly. not like you get knighted or anything like that. But um, right. yeah, one, you have, one you of have, the greatest, you, have, you have to have the the desire to do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But one of the one of the things I tell them is the greatest is the paranormal community just opens opens their arms and welcomes you as as long as you're in, integral or you have integrity yeah. and and you're trying to do what you're trying to do and in, and seeking answers and that kind of thing. Um, you know that it, it'll open up for you and one convention leads to 30 <laughs> and it's, it's a kick-ass time and you're you're meeting all these new people and it's it's also it's a it's an awesome experience for sure exactly how many how many how many how many how many do you have coming up now we're just going to ask you this before uh, before we uh, uh, so we haven't started taking bookings for 2020 yet like a lot of people have been trying to but we just kind of want to see what's going to happen with haunted house guests and what our schedule is going to look like for that but for the rest of the year mm. we're uh we're at Ashmore right. State exactly. yeah 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 you're not too far and from then, us yeah and then I think uh next week we're doing a, a ghost walk in Roswell okay Georgia mm-hmm. and then October 25th and 26th we're throwing our own uh we do it every year it's our annual ghost brothers takeover we do it in Savannah Georgia Nice. So that's October 25th and 26th. Uh, so we got literally a hundred pub crawl. Oh, have, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're bringing out Chip Coffee to do a gallery reading. Oh, we're Chip. Doing, like an investigation. Yeah. Like we're gonna have just a really good time that we did. That's awesome. In Savannah, it's hot. Like it. Yeah. There's a lot of activity down there. A lot of a lot of good places to get into to investigate. Yeah, it's a good thing they're doing it when they're doing it because it's hot in Savannah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No kidding. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I ranked the man up there with like New Orleans, man, when it mm. comes to like spiritual places and haunted locations, man. New Orleans and Savannah are two dope places to visit. Oh, for sure. A lot of history in both places. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yep. So, well, that's awesome. You guys are at Ashmore this weekend for Ash Bash, of course. And that's, that's going to be awesome. I, I hate that because we could have had you in the studio with us. Because we're we're only like what? How how far we're is it? Forty five minutes away. Forty five minutes away. Gosh yeah. dog it. Actually we get we get to Ashmore oh once a year or so. Yeah. Um Look we, on the wall, you'll see it we're, our signatures are on the wall there. Too, <laughs> Somewhere in there, yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember yeah, I'm cool, man. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> yeah, he is, yeah. I've got a I've got pictures of me when I was in high school out in front of Ashmore. Before it was actually a really? place that, yeah, it, we were sneaking in. You probably shouldn't do that kind of thing, but... Um, <laughs> no, no problem. <clears throat> it, was a, it was one of the local folklores, and um, we were, you know, we were curious, so we went and checked it out a few times, and uh, I've got a picture. I was probably 16 or 17, still in high school, <laughs> and me and a big group of friends out in front of Ashmore. That was years and years ago. Oh, that's cool, man. That's vintage. You got to frame that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Ashmore's a good place. And then after that, you said you're in Roswell, Georgia? Yeah. Yeah, man. Roswell, Georgia. We have a ghost walk that we're doing. I think that's on the uh, October the 19th or 20th, one of those days. Yeah. Awesome. Roswell, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. see, now, now me and Lee are going to have to um, 
boost our savings up and come down to the Ghost Brothers takeover in Savannah next year. I wish to God we could. Oh, <laughs> man, it's going to be crazy next year. This year it's dope, but next year it's going to be super crazy. Every year it gets bigger and better. See, that's, that's cool. what I'm talking about. That's awesome. Now, the one we are, we know for sure, in 2020 we're going to be at is the Fright Fest in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Have you been contacted about that at all? Yeah, yeah, Fright Fest. We're supposed to, you know, we spoke to the gentleman that put that on a couple mm-hmm. times. So uh, what's Eric? Eric? Yeah, Eric, yeah. exactly. Okay. Eric, yeah. Eric. But, uh, yeah, the only thing is that we're just, like, we're just trying to figure out what, what we're going to do with the show. Because, I mean, sure. I just would hate to... You know, accept a couple of bookings next year, and then it interferes with filming, and we have to cancel. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this year, and it just sucks, man. To like, you know, get people's hopes up, and then like, we can't make it. Right. So I don't want to. Yeah, I hate to have to do that next year too. Absolutely. No, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. You guys have so much going on. Now I, I got to ask you, and um, with everything you've got going on, and everything, your future. Um, of course, you got a lot of lot of good stuff going on for you, and. The, it's it's looking like it's only going to get bigger. It's getting better. Is, better. Uh, yeah. is there a yeah. book in works, maybe? Oh. Yeah, so uh, I'm actually, I'm a published author, man. I, me and my mom wrote a book a few years ago. It's called A Mother's Guide to Manhood, and it's for single women raising sons. So writing has always been something that I do. So I've actually, yeah, we actually started writing. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's something to shoot. Yeah, something sure. All sure. right, you yeah. Share too much, I get yeah, that. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but that's a... Yeah. That's a big, you know, that's a big thing for um, most of our guests, you know, they usually put out a book or two, so I, I was kind of jumped the gun on that one, but uh, <laughs> that's all, we'll, we'll definitely, uh, when you get closer we'll be, with yeah, that or we'll, whatever. We'll be promoting that, yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, man, I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Super dope, man. Man, so with, uh, with everything going on with the show, um, how, much long, how, many, how many more episodes we got for this season, or, or can you tell us that? Yeah, so the season ended uh, two weeks ago, so we had eight episodes. And, yeah, yeah it, it did. We did really well, and then last week was a, a special, yeah. the live special. So uh, that was kind of like the culmination of like everything that we did for this season, man. Right. So we ended okay. on a high note. Okay, that's you know over over one million viewers on the live special. Yeah, that's and awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. where that's where I got confused because you said it ended two weeks ago, and I was like, "Wait a minute, they were just on TV last week." Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I didn't realize the season had ended already. I bet yeah. I don't have a very good memory either. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, well, uh, well, we've kept you long enough. It's like a, been like a half an hour now, and I'm sure you're tired of listening to us babble. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Hey, not a problem. <laughs> let me let me ask you this: If we call you up every now and again, I'll give you a heads up beforehand, just for like maybe a five or ten All minute, right. just a little chat on yeah, one of the shows. Just shoot me a text message, man. Will that yeah. would that be okay? Let me know. Yeah, just shoot me a text message. Let me know if you about to call me, man. I'll make time. All right, we will awesome. do that. And uh, before we let you go, you want to tell our listeners where they can find everything Ghost Brothers. If they don't, they should already know. Well, I know Travel Channel right now. You can go to travelchannel.com. Yeah. For sure, for sure, man. You can go to travelchannel.com and you'll find out, watch new episodes, Travel Channel Go app. You can watch old episodes and uh, social media, just Dalen Spratt or everything. Yeah. And our website, yeah, straightghosting.com. That's where you can buy tickets to Straight our Straight Ghosting, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Find that, out everything that we got going. That, that reminds me, I, I meant to ask you this earlier. I know we said we was going to let you go and I apologize, but uh, no, who the... Uh, your catchphrase when you start every episode is <laughs> it's time to pop the trunk. And where did that yeah. come from? Man, it's funny. We were <laughs> actually at the Allen House, man, in uh, Monticello, Arkansas. There you go. Uh, during the first season of Ghost Brothers, man. And we were just 
playing around and just talking about, you know, what we were going to do to these ghosts. And uh, in the urban community, pop the trunk means, sure. you know, you're going to go to your truck and get whatever it is. Like you're having an altercation with someone, you you know, get into it with something. Yep. That's why we need him on the show. We need him to come on the show every now and again and explain to us old rural Indiana yeah, yeah, hillbillies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. Yep. But yeah. Popping the trunk and just genuinely just going to the trunk to get yep. protection, man. Whatever that may be. And so, yeah, we cool. thought it would be kind of cool to bring it to this and pop the trunk of these ghosts. That's and, awesome. You know, I love get, it. Hey, get our stuff going. <laughs> you should you should get you should get Yellow Wolf to do a, a rendition of pop the trunk on these ghosts for you <laughs> right, guys. Right. <laughs> right. Oh man, that's great. Well, hey man, I'm telling you what. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yes, sir. We definitely appreciate it. Man, thank you guys for having me, man. Anytime, anytime. And, uh, be careful. <laughs> be careful, because I will be calling you. And right, right. Good luck with everything you've got going on, and we'll talk to you soon.
millions of people are affected by the Para-X bug. I realize that it is something that will stay with me for the rest of my life and long into the afterlife as well. If you have the Para-X bug, there is hope. With a nightly visit to the Para-X website and intensive past life regression therapy, I can control it. Even with the Para-X bug, I can still lead an active life of radio show hosting, paranormal investigating, evidence checking, attending conferences, book writing, keeping up with the latest technology, and still keep my 40-hour-a-week day job. If you think that you have the Para-X bug or know someone who might, visit para-x.com. And remember, you are not alone. I am not alone. I. 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 I am not alone. The Para-X bug may cause the urge to chase shadow people, visit exotic haunted locations, adopt a pugwudgie, or spend all of your time trying to figure out the laws and principles of paranormal investigation. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Sudden visions of full-body apparitions or feeling the covers being pulled off you in the middle of the night by unseen hands may also be signs of exposure to the Para-X bug. The use of Para-X may be habit-forming and an overwhelming desire to provoke spirits may be a serious side effect. If these symptoms last more than four hours, you should quickly consult a trusted witch and have her cast a what-the-hell-are-you-thinking spell on you. If symptoms persist, please contact the Para-X Radio Network Homeland Security Team for further instructions. The Para-X bug may cause urges for late-night speaking with spirits and ghosts. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Overwhelming desire to try provoking a spirit may be a serious side effect. Those with Para-X bug effects lasting more than four hours should consult Para-X or see a professional. Sudden outbursts at the mention of orbs may be a sign of exposure to the Para-X bug. Use of Para-X may be habit-forming. Use caution when engaging in Para-X chat. Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. Want to be the monster they say? Hey, when they- 
Robbie Thomas, and you're listening to The Dead Zone 2019.
this is comedian Disgruntled Clown. And this is Squirrel Killer. And you're listening to the Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. Dead Zone WDZRDB. Worldwide. This is the Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends.